The Chargers are finally playing a preseason game tomorrow, and today we're talking about which veterans have not done enough to be held out of the preseason and which players we're most excited to see when the Chargers kick things off against the Los Angeles Rams. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Lockdown Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogemeyer. And we've been covering the Chargers together for over six seasons. But we're headed into our fifth season as the host of the Lockdown Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. And guys, we really appreciate you guys making us your first listen today because we do have a preseason game tomorrow, which will dictate a lot about who is going to make this roster. But to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe to the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and also follow the show for free on all platforms wherever you get your podcast from. But, David, I think the biggest question is who is going to play, right? Because before yes. the ever step foot on the field, we're going to learn some things about who the Chargers really, really like on this team and who they think doesn't have anything else to prove to them, right? The players who they know, as Brandon Staley would put it. But there's also just a ton of players that I'm really excited to see. We're going to get to see some rookies in real action for the first time, guys like Isaiah Spiller. We're going to see... Zion Johnson for the first time, probably, unless we've seen an evolution in Brandon Staley's kind of philosophies here. We're going to get to see Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton battle it out against another team and so much more. A lot of position battles are going to make. I mean, we're going to see some guys probably start to create some separation here. It's a lot harder to see in training camp. Now we get to see how they come together as a team and how they hit other players and if they actually can tackle because they're taking people to the ground now. But, David, I think that is the thing about preseason especially for this game for game one Brandon Staley has said before if we know who you are if you don't have anything else to prove to us you're not gonna be playing and we're gonna find that out right right as they kick things off we're gonna know kind of where certain players stand first and foremost Daniel we made it baby finally 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 Chargers football is back and I am so stoked and I also want to say thank you guys for riding with us throughout this entire off season, but it's here. So I'm super, <laughs> super excited, but yeah, this is where the real information is going to come. Daniel, this is when we're going to find out who the chargers have that clear evaluation on as Brandon Staley says, who they already understand what they can do on the football field and who they still need to see, whether that's in specific roles or if that's just how they're tackling, just understanding the things that you can't really replicate in practice it's time to strap it up and go play some football. Yeah, and like, you know, positions like running back, stuff like that, you don't really know anything, right, until yeah. those guys get out there and can be tackled for real because everyone can say they would have broke a tackle. takes another thing to actually do it, and somebody yeah. will actually have to tackle them to the ground now. But it made me think, David, I mean, the most important thing is who is going to play? And I think yeah. there's some certain guys by Brandon Staley's criteria, right, that you they're kind of bubble preseason guys. I mean, we know... Guys like, you know, Justin Herbert, Matt Filer, Corey Lindsley, Rashawn Slater, that part, those guys aren't going to play. Mike no. Williams, Keenan Allen, even Gerald Everett, probably not going to play. I mean, none of those guys votes. are going to play. All yeah. those guys are, are going to be off of the field. But it's not all that easy, right? It's not always, you know, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, and Joey Bosa. Right. There's a lot more guys that kind of fall into the gray area. And the one I thought at first, David, was Zant, Asante Samuel Jr. Because yeah. he, in really all three of those corners, right? Bryce Callahan is another guy, a veteran. I think they probably know what they have with him, right? But 
Yeah. Michael Davis is the other guy who at this point, is he going to play during it? Out of those, who do you think is the most likely not to play of Bryce Callahan, Michael Davis, and Asante Samuel Jr.? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's probably the newcomer. Isn't it crazy? It, it's probably uh, it's yeah. probably Bryce Callahan. I just, I mean, with them, with Bryce Callahan already playing in that defensive scheme and playing with Brandon Staley at different spots, he already knows who Bryce Callahan is. He's already spoke very glowingly about him. He's he knows well. what type of player he is. And yeah, and by all accounts, he has showed out in training camp. He looks healthy and he looks like he's going to be an underrated steal of a pickup for the Chargers and really added some quality depth, quality veteran presence in that cornerback room. In addition to obviously the superstar JC Jackson. But yeah, I think it's probably going to be Bryce Callahan uh, alongside those other guys in street clothes watching Michael Davis and and possibly Asante Samuel Jr. playing on Saturday. So if you're guessing right now, though, you think Zon plays or no? Yeah, actually, I do. I, I think Zon is going to play a little bit. I, I think maybe you, you might see a quarter, maybe a quarter and a half out of him just so he can stay sharp. Um, but I don't know if he's going to play much more than that. Yeah, we'll see. Right. And that'll be, you know, how long these guys play will also have some sort of an impact as well. I mean, oh, at yeah. least we'll be able to glean something from that. But yeah, I mean, Zon, it's tough because obviously going into the season, we are handing him a starting job behind JC Jackson, right? As that yeah. outside corner, if that's the route they decided to go. Yeah. And Michael Davis does get subbed in with the ones in Asante Samuel Jr.'s position, right? So maybe that is still more of a competition than maybe we've been thinking about. We feel like Michael Davis is for sure going to play, but Brandon Staley also didn't really clear things up either because when he was talking about Michael Davis, he said this, I think it's a similar philosophy to last year. If we know who you are, we have from an evaluation standpoint, we don't need to evaluate you. You're not going to play it. But when he was talking about Michael Davis in particular, he was saying, we want to have all of our players play special teams. We want our starters to play on special teams as well and key roles on special teams. Him being one of them. Yeah. So you think that he's a starter now? I mean, that's just a, that would seem like a weird thing. I mean, it was kind of like, are you just saying, like, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to misinterpret that. They're saying, you know, he's a starter. So maybe we haven't been taking that seriously enough. I still think he's 100% going to play on Saturday night against the Rams. But there are a couple other ones, David, because Jerry Tillery did not play in the preseason last year. Any chance that we're seeing that again this year? I sincerely hope not now Jerry yes, Tillery right. has a lot to prove and I think this year the Chargers finally understand that they see that mm. and the biggest indicator of that was them not picking up his fifth year option so Jerry Tillery knows that you know he's playing for his next contract he's playing to kind of you know re-energize himself in the eyes of the Chargers organization and I think he knows with you know the addition of Morgan Fox that he's not you know does not have a a starting spot sewn up anymore you know he has to yeah. earn that role and I think uh, in the spirit of competition, I expect to see Jerry Tillery and Morgan Fox out there in the preseason battling it out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think both of them will be out there. I think as far as defensive tackles, it's probably the two guys they brought in, Austin Johnson, Sebastian Joseph Day, is the guys that you won't see because there's also more competition in that room that we'll talk about later on that I'm excited to watch play out as well. What about Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer, though? Because Josh Palmer, I think we do know in our opinions, has separated himself as wide receiver three. Is being wide receiver three enough to get out of the preseason, or do you think we're going to see both those guys? 
No, I don't think it's enough. I think, you know, with Josh Palmer still being a second year guy, I still think that, you know, playing in the preseason is going to be beneficial for him. He did have a strong rookie year, but I still think that he's going to play some as well. And for Jalen Guyton, I think he still has some things to prove and to show people in the preseason. Just, you know, if anything, just to say, hey, guys, you know, I may not be you know making plays every day in training camp, but don't forget, I'm still that dude. Uh, I do expect to see those two guys play a little bit, but I think it's going to be on the the lesser end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I could see that too. Because I, I think both of those guys probably still following the, still establishing themselves, right? Especially yes. in Josh Palmer's case, even though he's had a really good camp. Yeah. I don't think it's bad for his confidence level either, you know, to potentially no. go out there and beat up on some undrafted. Yeah, just go rookies, dominate, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. As he should if he is out there, oh, right? Yeah. And, but a lot of that's going to have to do with who's playing quarterback. And we, yeah. We know that's going to be a mixture of guys. So get, be guessing, though, that he's the one that's going to get Chase Daniel, him and Jalen Guyton probably early in the game. And yeah. I think Chase Daniel at least gives him a, a decent look at what some of these receivers and, and some of those other position players can do. You know, because you need that. You know, your yeah. wide receivers could be getting wide open. And if Easton Stick is shorting them by 20 yards, if Chase Daniel is shorting them by 10 yards, it's going to be hard to get an evaluation on those guys, not only yeah. just on what they did, but what would they have done if they had caught it, right? The yards after the catch and stuff right. like that. So that being said, I'm really excited to watch all these guys. I mean, I think out of all these guys, I think we think most of them are going to play all these borderline guys, except for Bryce Callahan, because also that injury history as well. Why? Yeah. Why risk that, especially with how well that dude's been fitting in? But offensively, there's a bunch of guys I'm excited to watch. Trey Pipkin, Storm Norton, the rookies, Zion Johnson. Can DeAndre Carter keep it going in the preseason and really translate that, what he's been able to do in training camp? I would bet yes. But if I was placing a bet, of course, I'm doing it with BetOnline.net, the official betting sponsor of the Locked on Chargers podcast. And right now, guys, it's the best time to bet anytime in the world right now as football season starts again. Go to BetOnline.net to see all of the creative odds, lines, and props that they have available and Right now could be, you know, close to your last chance to get some really good odds, I think, on, you know, the Chargers Super Bowl chances, their chances of winning the AFC West. You start going, you know, you win a few games in a row to start that season, those odds are going to go dramatically down. But even if you don't want to bet on preseason football, there's NFL futures you guys can go bet on right now for, you know, where the Chargers will end up in the AFC West, what Justin Herbert's going to be able to do, Brandon Staley even. So much you guys can get with betonline.net. And it's not just that, right? You can go baseball, UFC, Golf on the weekends, even your favorite biggest casino games. So make sure you guys head to the website or use your desktop to go check out betonline.net to get all the latest lines, odds, and props at BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, David, we talked about who is going to play because that is one of those things where it's like we're going to learn a lot on Saturday, maybe more than we'll learn in some of the other games as far as where guys stand going into the preseason. But there are guys that we know that are going to play, which this is going to be kind of a, our best shot so far to evaluate them. And I think it starts with the most important position battle on the team at right tackle, yeah. with Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton, with live bullets coming at them, right? Because we yes. haven't seen that so far. These dudes are going to have dudes have no, you know, care for if they get hurt. They're not their teammate. They're going to go hard and try to earn their paycheck, right, against you. You're going to have to stop him. And Trey Pipkins really struggled last year. Now we're going to kind of see how much that development has really gone forward. Yeah, training camp was was great. You know, you're able to see them both out there splitting equal reps. Right. But now is where it really starts. This is where the competition really begins. This is where we are going to be able to see what that's where that separation happens and who is going to rise to the top and take that role as the starting right tackle for the Chargers. Yeah, and I mean, both have a lot to prove still because it's all about separation. 
Yeah. That's what we're looking for. That's what the coaches have told us time and time again. Obviously, you want the separation because it's going to make, you know, a tough, tough choice a little bit easier. And so far, I don't think either of those guys has any, you know, significant movement as far mm-hmm. as being the legitimate starter there. I mean, the nice thing is, is I do feel like we're they're both improved. Yeah. We're going to really find that out this weekend. But I'm also excited for Zion Johnson, David. And the reason yes. we think Zion Johnson is going to play because, I mean, he fits in part of it, but he doesn't fit in another part, right? He's not really... He's not fighting for a roster fight. He's not in a position battle with anybody. I don't no. think he's the, he's the starting right guard. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it's his to lose, and I don't think he really has to even prove it with that. He, what he's been able to do at camp so far, I think he's the best option there. But at the same time, they played Rashawn Slater last year, a pro, you know, an All Pro left tackle before they knew he was going to be an All Pro left tackle. But he got some snaps there, so he's probably going to play. I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, I mean, Zion Johnson has been a guy we've been really excited about ever since the Chargers drafted him. We just knew that this guy was, he looked ready. He looked the part on tape. He was just as good as a pass protector, as a run blocker. I want to see that in live action. I want to see him annihilate guys in the running game and Mm. keep absolutely everybody in sight away from the quarterbacks in pass protection. That's what I want to see. And I think that's what the coaches want to see. I think the coaches just want to get that validation of what they saw in practice out on out there on the field in games. And once they do, then I think that would probably be a wrap. So I don't know if he's going to play the entire preseason. That's just a sure. gut feeling here. But as soon as they say, okay, yep, Zion Johnson is exactly who we thought he was, right. who we thought he was, yeah, he's going to be in street clothes. But I do think that he's going to get some game time action. I think it'll be good for him just to make sure, you know, for himself as well, that he feels like he belongs at this level. Yeah, 100%. I think the other little bonus coming out of that is since you do have a right tackle situation going on right now, He's going to get to work on his communication and how those guys work together, right? They're going to yes. see not only how well Trey Pipkins and Storm Norton play individually, but also how well they play with Zion Johnson next Such to a him great and what point. that duo really could be on that side and what they're going to be looking at in front of Justin Herbert when this season starts. So, it's all about that cohesion, man. You, you got to have that chemistry on the line. Yeah, and we know it happens at practice and stuff, but this is their only chance they're going to get really at live reps before things count for real, right? And everything's ratcheted up times a million because it's regular season at that point. But running backs, David, that's the big one, I think. We know Austin Eckler is not going to play, right? Everyone else should. I mean, Josh Kelly is definitely going to play, right? I mean, Isaiah Spiller is going to play. Larry Roundtree is going to play. This is our first chance to see it. Brian Staley has said as much. You can't really evaluate these guys until they can get tackled to the ground. Josh Kelly has had a lot of improvement, right, so far. We, we think he's been better. He came to camp in better shape. He's on a better program. We talked he about in his great. press conference. He stared me in the eyes and maybe knew I was talking trash about him. He did. Then you have Isaiah Spiller. <laughs> I'm glad you were there for that. Then you have yeah. Isaiah Spiller, the rookie, right? I'm very excited to see Isaiah Spiller. But very. even someone like Larry Roundtree, right? Almost no one in that running back room has more to prove than that dude who we see as RB4 right now. And we don't know if they're keeping four, right? Yeah. Like, he's in the top four running backs, but he's not in the top three. So like he has a lot to prove as well. And he's going to get, I think a ton of run, but that's an ex- probably one of the most exciting position groups. I'm, I'm ready to watch on Saturday night. And it's because all three of these guys have things that they need to prove and to showcase in these games. Joshua Kelly had a bad year last year, it, but you know, there's no bones about it. Two he, of the did, three of those guys did, did not right? perform in college. Yes. And, you know, Larry Roundtree as well. Both of those guys did not perform up to their standard or to the Chargers standard last year. So they had to go into this offseason, put the work in. By all accounts, 
you know, they've done that. But this is where you really show it. You This is where you break tackles. This is where you protect your quarterback. This is where you make people miss in the open field and you make those explosive plays. This is where you start to establish yourself in the preseason. This is where you're yep. going to be able to take those roles. I can't wait to see Isaiah Spiller. I'm very excited about his pass catching ability, his contact balance, his ability to break tackles. I want to see that because I feel like I'm going to see it a lot in the regular season, but I just want to see him out there in a Chargers uniform running people over, man. I'm super excited for all three of these running backs. I'm going to be watching them very, very closely, and I want to see what they can do. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm most excited about Spiller, obviously, because we've never seen him right at the NFL level. And the Chargers had a definitive lack of making a guy miss after Austin Eckler last season in that running back room, you know, especially when Justin Jackson was out because he had a little bit of that. Sure. Either way, I mean, it didn't help them much when he was on the bench. So I think that that's going to be great to see. And I think it's also where you see, you know, maybe if one of these undrafted free agent running backs can throw their hat in the ring. Because I think one thing people don't understand about training camp is like, yeah, I mean, all these guys can try as hard as they can, you know, to make the roster. Like, Lenny Brown and Kevin Marks Jr. are not getting a ton of run in training camp. I can promise no. you that. When the team drills come, even though they go second-team offense, right, and they'll sub in a third-team offense, these guys are still only getting a handful of snaps, maybe, right? Like, because they're fifth and sixth on the and depth And everybody chart, else, right? they, they need to make sure these guys that they know are going to make the team have everything down. Like, these guys are getting the scraps. They're not yeah. going to get the scraps, especially as this preseason goes on. So this is their chance to have that heroic performance because you can't just be good as an undrafted free agent to make a team. You have to be legendary. Like you yeah. have to be the best player on the field. You have to yeah. do crazy things, you know, to even get yourself considered. You have to Austin. dominate. You have to Austin Eckler. Yes. <laughs> you have to Austin Eckler. And that's what we were talking about before the show. Yes. Because that's what it takes as an undrafted free agent, especially when you're talking about a roster that's as talented as the Chargers roster. It's very, no very doubt. tough to make. But the wide receivers, I think, are also a, an interesting thing. I do think tight end as well. We'll see, you know, if one of those guys wants to put their name. But it's so hard right now with Trey McKitty hurt. Donald Parham has been hurt. It's hard to kind of flesh that room out. But the wide receiver, especially, especially with DeAndre Carter, because I think there's two kind of storylines with wide receiver. Can DeAndre Carter keep it going against another team? Mm-hmm. And can one of these other guys, the Michael Bandys, the Joe Reeds of the world, right, do enough to maybe put themselves back in the conversation? Yeah, I'm definitely excited about DeAndre Carter. I want to see what everyone else has been seeing in training camp. I want to see him catching those touchdowns and and making people look stupid out there on, on in the open field. I want to see that too. And then for Joe Reed, Joe, I've always been a big Joe Reed guy. I'm I'm excited that he's healthy. He's been making some plays in training camp. I want to see him ball out there in 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 the preseason because he's going to have to. I mean, just like we've talked about, this wide receiver room is going to be darn near impossible to crack. And yeah. you're going to have to go out there and absolutely destroy everyone you you go up against. And then for Michael Bandy, I mean, he's got a couple of opportunities. He can be that backup punt returner, kick returner, and he can be a slot guy that that by all accounts has been very smooth and has also made a ton of plays in training camp. So right. if those plays that he's making in training camp translate out there on Saturday night and he continues to make those plays, then that's the best thing that he can do. You might not be able to make the roster, but if you're on the practice squad, it only takes one injury and you're yeah, and, elevated and, I, and you're on, on the uh, opening roster. Exactly. No, I mean, that is all it is. And, and, you know, being on the practice squad is not a bad gig either. Right. No. Sticking around the league at all. I thought of something that Dan Campbell actually said in the first episode of hard knocks. I didn't think I'd be quoting it, but he <laughs> said, don't start counting. Right. Just because you see, okay, Hey, they, they already have five guys at linebacker that were already right. here last year. There's no chance I make it. You can't have that mindset. You have to go out there 
go God mode, right? And turn mm-hmm. somebody's head, get the attention of one position coach or somebody to give yourself a chance because people have done it before. And there's not many other teams historically that have given guys chances as undrafted free agents than the chargers. It slowed down last couple of years. COVID I think made everything a little bit more difficult too. Sure. They've done it in the past. They haven't been this talented in the past either, but there's always a chance. These guys have a chance and we have, you know, a chance to see somebody do Cinderella things in preseason. And that by itself is enough. I think to get excited about the charm. There's a lot of guys on the defensive side too, that are going to be playing for a lot. I mean, there's a ferocious battle in the defensive line room, especially, I mean, we get to see JT woods. Can he really answer our biggest question about tackling during this game and other guys who are going to be battling for a lot, but also Xander Horvath. So excited to watch Xander Horvath play on offense before we get into the defense. I mean, that, I want to see a hurdle. I want to see a truck stick. I want to yes. see a catch. Like, I want to see, like, everything. I want to see the he, Matrix. According to Daniel Popper, when they were running walkthroughs, it's just walkthroughs today. Gabe Neighbors was with the second team unit of offense. Xander Horvath was with the first team offense. Uh-oh. Not saying, just saying. But let's talk about the defensive guys, David, that we're so excited to watch and who have the most to prove, really, as this preseason game dawns on us. Coming up right after this. football is back guys preseason tomorrow night for the Chargers, playing against the los angeles rams the battle for la i want to talk about the defenders david and to me i mean maybe it's because i'm a big dude but i'm most excited to see the big dudes tomorrow night and there's a lot up for grabs in that defensive line room and that's another position where you might have won against somebody in pass protection right you might have done something in 11 on 11s against your own teammates it's different when you get in the game and guys like Braden Fajoko, I'm super excited to see if he can continue his strong camp and further solidify himself as somebody who needs to make this roster. But it's yeah. not even just him, right? Tito Abonia, the rookie's yes. first chance to show yes. us something. Christian Covington, a guy I firmly believe is kind of on the roster bubble very right quiet. now. Yeah. That's a position where I'm going to be watching very, very closely, David, when this preseason game starts. Well, it's just another one of those position groups where, you know, you, you can't go there to kill your your teammates that you're going up against in training camp. You, you, know, you, you have to control yourself. You got to learn how to practice, as Brandon Staley has put it so many different take care times. Of your teammates, you yeah. got to take care of your teammates. Right. But now it's time to go. <laughs> now it's time to turn into a savage and go, you know, go to beast mode and try to annihilate your offensive lineman that Punch you're trying to in beat. the face. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, this is where you get to assault people and and you get to go, you know, uh, attack quarterbacks and and ball carriers. This is where you make your bread and butter and make your money. So I'm very excited to see what those guys can do in a defensive line room that is much much improved with the additions that they've made. Yeah, and I mean also just the Morgan Fox versus Jerry Tillery. I mean, even though neither has done a ton reportedly, right? At least that yeah. I've seen personally or with the news that's come out. It's probably Jerry Tillery, who I've actually seen more about even over Morgan Fox, even if it's, you know, kind of a inconsequential amount. The main thing is there's no separation between those two right now, and we expect both of them to play. So that's definitely something we're going to be keeping an eye on. Yes. But after that, David, I mean, there's there's questions and guys I want to see at pretty much every position on the defense. Yeah. But I think the next one is probably JT Woods, because he's a guy, yes. I, I think, defensively that is fighting not for a roster bu- spot, but to fight onto a sub package, fight yeah. into just meaningful snaps for this defense, even if it's, you know, 10 to 15 snaps that he can get on the field. Because we know there's a pathway to snaps. Because if it's not him, it's probably going to be Alohi Gilman getting those snaps as we see it right now. And Alohi Gilman will probably be playing as well. So we'll get to see yeah. him 
you know, and how he looks at this point. It'll probably be JT Woods and Alohi Gilman to kind of open things up. Excited to watch Raheem Lane, too. But with JT Woods specifically, the only thing that, you know, stood out to me as far as something he must improve substantially when he goes to the NFL level is his tackling. Because he would yeah. fly, he would be in the right spot. He missed 25 too many tackles at college. It said, they said it was kind of, you know, they wanted to be more physical at training camp early on. He started making progress towards that. Now we get to see him go do it and hopefully light somebody up on the Rams tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, the, they've thrown a lot at him, at him like they've done with all of their young players. They're really trying to drown them in the scheme to try to, to really accelerate that learning curve, try yeah. to figure out what they understand, what they don't understand, so they can focus on those things and get them where they need to be. And for JT Woods, this is where you go show what you know, what you've learned, what, what you can do on the football field. We know the instincts are there. We know the ability is there to go track the football and to break the hearts of the opposing team the when you pick kid. off. Yeah, well, obviously the best nickname <laughs> in all of football, the heartbreak kid. I want to see it. I want to see him, you know, pick off a couple passes. That would be great. I mean, that would be some validation there. But yeah, flash yes. plays would definitely make it more likely that you're they're going to want to try to get you on the field, right? There, there's no, Absolutely. there's no doubt about that at all. Yeah, and we know we we know he brings that to the table. But the biggest question is. Are you going to fix the tackling? Are you going to fix the technique? Are you going to be able to be physical enough? Yeah. Are you going to be that guy that you can trust, that the Chargers right. can trust as that last line of defense type of defender because you could see yourself in those – JT Woods could see himself in those situations. If they can get him on the field, that allows them to move Derwin James around. So this is where – JT Woods can kind of show the coaching staff what he can do, which will allow the coaches to understand what they can do with the defense. And we're all going to overreact to every little thing that happens, right? <laughs> like that's JT what we Woods do. misses the tackle. It's going to, you know, it's going to be the end of the world and he's going to be benched for the season. No, but like, <laughs> this is a very <clears throat> good proving ground for these guys, yes. you know, because even if they mess something up, David, like that's a very teachable moment and you're getting some of these bumps out of the way before the season starts and it's going to be much more detrimental to your team's success if you do make those mistakes again, right? So like that's another thing you're hoping for too is just that you can learn from the mistakes that are getting made in the preseason. So if his number is called upon, he's ready to go. But at the You learn more from your failures from your su than from your successes always. That's what David says. I'm David, cliche David. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, no, no, that's true, though. Like, I, they have to make these mistakes now, and even it might be detrimental towards them, you know, playing or how much they're going to play early on. Like, you need to know what these dudes aren't good at as much as you need to know what they are good at. There's my cliche. Yes. But let's go to the cornerback room now, sticking with the secondary. My eyes are on Jasir Taylor and Dean Leonard because there's Tavon Campbell, who's a little banged up and is not going to play in the preseason game, right. according to Brandon Staley. And there's Kamon Hall, right, who we see right now it's like Jasir Taylor, Dean Leonard, kind of fighting those two players to see who CB5 and maybe CB6 is if they have, you know, if they keep six cornerbacks. Because if they don't, it could be those four dudes fighting for one spot. Jasir Taylor has also seemed to get the better of the buzz lately after Dean Leonard got it early on. Those two dudes are battling. I can't wait to see them both on the field at the same time where both of them will have a chance, right, to stand out in their own way. Yeah, I mean, th this is it for these guys, right? Th this is where the show starts because, you know, you can only do so much in training camp. You can make plays. You can make mistakes. You can learn. But this is where you really try to earn your role. This is where you earn your spot. And, yeah, they're draft picks, but they're, they are far from a lock to making this Chargers team here, this roster here that's loaded with talent. So they're going to have to go out there and make plays. They're going to have to be phenomenal football players. They're going to have to be alpha dogs out there 
they're gonna have to prove that they're the ones that the Chargers should keep and it's yeah. gonna be a fierce battle and it starts on Saturday yeah and I mean the receivers aren't stopping after the ball's caught either right you make a big right. mistake that dude's probably taking it to the house and it's gonna be on display for everyone to see super important for those dudes and I think those dudes have been so impressive as sixth and seventh round picks when like that's so far from being guaranteed a roster spot in the NFL, especially with the you know depth the Chargers have in that room right now. I'm very excited to see it. Both of those dudes have been making plays. They've also made some mistakes as well, but that's what this time is about. And if you make enough good plays, even if you're making mistakes, you will get a chance taken on you because that shows that the ceiling is there, right? And you just kind of kind of iron out the consistency, I would say. But linebacker and edge are the other two david because the linebacking unit is so banged up i mean we've had stuff with kyle van noy kenneth murray obviously drew tranquil right all guys that i mean i don't think we're going to see in this game coming up probably then our boy bong got a little bit banged up and was come back to camp nick neiman's been held out of camp that's your top five linebackers i know i mean troy reader's mixing there somewhere troy reader has stayed healthy and keenan allen says he hits like a mac truck basically but the other guys, right? If I almost wish Bong, like I hope Bong does play. Yeah. Just because like it's like, okay, well, I want to know what's gonna happen if all these dudes stay banged up, right? If Bong has to get snaps defensively, I kind of want to know what that looks like and where his development is since last year when he made it as an undrafted free agent. He's an undrafted free agent success story as well. And then Damon Lloyd, I think, you know, is the other guy, the kind of wild card that I'm excited to watch. If he can keep a uh, impressive camp going, he's probably gonna get a ton of snaps to really show what he can do, and he's been impressive. And then I would say Chris Rumpf and then whoever's going to be that edge four or five guy, depending on what you, you know, classify Kyle Van Noy as probably your third best edge rusher. When he's playing edge rusher, he's been a linebacker. Chris Rumpf, though, David, that's a guy that, you know, we get to hopefully see some development from year one. The the string being turned asparagus, what can he do in year two? Yes, that definitely excited to watch Chris Rump because he was a guy that I felt like got close several times out there. I mean, th- th- this guy has the quickness. He has. And that the was what it was in college too, right? Where he never yeah. put up big sack numbers. Was like he had a lot of close calls. He was there. He was yeah. on the fringe uh, just a bunch of times. And Slippery. you know, yeah, he's a very slippery dude, and that what, <laughs> that's is. what makes him so successful as a pass rusher. That's why he gets so close, but he didn't finish it because he didn't really have the size and the strength. And that's another reason why he couldn't really stand up and run and run uh, and run stopping duty. He was just too small. Yeah, yeah, he was just too small. He's uh, all by all accounts, he's put on some good weight. And when we saw him at training camp, he definitely looks like a, a more physical a looking individual, man, sure. a much bigger person. So I'm excited to see what he can do. I want to see what Jamal Davis looks like. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like an absolute freak, too. So mm-hmm. I want to see what he can do on the football field. That's going to be really, really exciting. But, uh, yeah, I want to see what Damon Lloyd can do. Damon Lloyd's going to get a ton of opportunities. Also, Maddox as well, the other linebacker. Those two guys are going to get a ton of play in the preseason. And. Right now, with the room, with that linebacker room, the way it looks right now, there's opportunities. You don't know yeah. how those guys are healing, when they're going to be mm-hmm. back. So there is a real opportunity there to try to make the team. I mean, if there's any position on the Chargers right now, you could look at it and be like, hey, you're only a few injuries away. Like, everyone got hurt there. So, like, it really yeah. can't happen. But I think for him, it's like, I mean, with Maddox, it's like, okay, we haven't really heard a bunch about him so far during the training camp. Damon Lloyd, he's already built up some momentum, right? So it's oh, yeah. about keeping that momentum going into the preseason. Then we'll see, you know, Jamal Davis versus a egg boy. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have saw Ch- Ty Shelby, but he got hurt at the scrimmage, so I don't think he's going to play in this it's a one. shame, yeah. Because he, he actually had an impressive camp so far, too. I mean, the Chargers wanted to bring in competition. They've done it. 
But oh, yeah. that is going to wrap things up for today's show. We are so excited to watch this game, and we will be live tweeting during the game. So if you guys want to follow along with that, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer on Twitter at DrotalkST. We're not sure if we're doing an immediate post-game session yet, so make sure you guys are subscribed to the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel just in case we do go live that day, or we will be putting out a podcast potentially that night. So make sure you follow wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, and make sure to rate and review if you like the show as well. We'll also be posting and retweeting all of our updates on our show's Twitter account at LockedOnLAC. And you can also find every show that we put out on Instagram at LockedOnChargers and our LockedOnChargers Facebook page. If you guys want to call in and give your reactions to the preseason, yell about who's playing, yell about who's not playing, yell about who's sucking, yell about who's playing great, you can do that at 323-524-7924. And we try to get every Chargers voicemail playing on the show. But this is it. It's football time. The next time... You hear from us and see these faces. We're going to be talking about football. That actually happened. No more projecting. We're going to get to talk about actual football the Chargers are going to play and some of these guys truly raising or lowering their stock. We're so excited to do it. So make sure you guys are following along to make sure you get all the latest updates from us and hear the next show when it comes out. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.